Sassy today. Very sassy Pete. Just because we have creepy intro music, guys, doesn't mean we have to be creepy. It's not creepy. It's like no, smooth. It's smooth. It's, it's sexy. Super smooth. It's like when you go to hell and it's smooth in hell. Yeah, exactly. Like a smooth well, demon. No, it's like when you're not. sitting up late at night cleaning up a murder you just witnessed. What? Whoa, very appropriate. Sexual. Let's talk about the second episode of Riverdale. First of all, hi everybody. Once again, uh, this is the unofficial Riverdale podcast. If you don't know us, though, you probably do since this is you're probably listening in the Comic Book Club feed. Uh, we do a weekly live show called Comic Book Club. This is a non-live show called Riverdale After Dark. That's yeah. all about Riverdale, so that's pretty good. It's not official, but we're going to make it official when we make out at the big dance. What? But then we'll be shut down because, you know, uh, I was going to say no because uh, one person just wants to be friends. That's oh, the, right. That's Riverdale, the TV show, oh. and we want to make it more serious because oh, we're yeah. a couple, we're a trio of Bettys, and we just want to make it official. Uh, we'll see who's a Betty and who's a Veronica. We'll determine yeah. that later. I will say that what, what's the character on Riverdale who won't sit down in a chair? Because that's Pete. Pete. Oh, I think his name on the show is Pete the Shithead. <laughs> <laughs> we should mention that for no particular reason right now, we have three chairs. What does that got to do with anything? Why does anybody have to need to know that I'm because standing? Because I think it's important. We're about to get into Riverdale, the TV show, but it's important for people to understand the context and yeah. visualize I'm us I'm too angry space. to sit down. And I guess angry there's about th- Riverdale or that you can't get a sandwich before we tape? Uh, a little both. We're such simple men. There's a tension I can hear in your voice. I'm not even looking at you. You uh, are looking. I'm not I looking can at you. See you. No. Yeah. Well, no, Pete, I hope audio. you're ready for two to three solid hours of talking about Riverdale Let's before do it. you get that sandwich. So here we go. Let's talk about what happened last time at Riverdale. Oh, we're going to be talking, as mentioned, about the second episode today. So a bunch of stuff happened. I mean, it was mostly intros of the character. Everybody in our world, in the comic book world, knows who Archie and Betty and Veronica and everybody the rest is. But I feel like the first episode, we talked about this a little bit, first episode was pretty much just setting up, this isn't your grandpa's Archie, this is a dark CW Archie. Right, Justin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, people Uh, were making out, it was crazy. It's not your grandpa's, it's your like millennial cousin's Archie, who's like (laughs) fun, but on their phone too much, but you want to listen to what they're saying and download the apps they're using. Yeah, you're totally using like Twerkle or you know whatever to connect with their friends. Twerkle? Even that is pretty old, Alex. (laughs) That's a twerking app that you launched. Right, yeah, it didn't do well. Yeah, no, if you can't shake your butt... Uh, you don't know what you're doing. So there's a lot of stuff that was set up in the first episode, which I think we're going to get into. But the biggest thing to set up, the the cliffhanger, is uh, Jason Blossom hasn't drowned over the summer. Something that made things dark and mysterious in Riverdale. He yeah. was shot in yeah. the fucking face. Yeah, in the like forehead. In the middle of the forehead. Yeah, yeah there we it go. was like a bullseye shot. It was yeah. very symmetrical. I think that's a clue you should hang on to for later, Pete. Ooh. Maybe. Yeah, so Mr. going into the, the second head. episode... 
what were you guys' expectations? You you liked the first episode, right? I did. Um, I to pick up where we left off uh, amongst us. Yeah, I really like the episode. I really like uh, the the cast. The actors are great. Uh, like Veronica, not super into all the pop culture references they kept using. Yep, uh, which were a little obtuse, I thought. But in general, like it's a fun show. I like the amount of darkness. My only complaint is really Jughead. Dude, Jughead doesn't seem accurate. This episode was a lot of Jughead. Yeah. Well, hold well, on. Uh, let's kick it off talking about that. That was actually the first thing I want to talk about because it seems like there's going to be this framing device for every episode. They introduced in the first episode, but we didn't really meet Jughead until the end. Right. Yeah. Um, it seems like, at least for now, every episode is going to be narrated by Jughead as he writes his novel about Jason Blossom's murder. Uh, yeah. I can't wait to read that novel. Yeah. I... If they do not release a tie-in novel by the end of the season, they're missing out on money. Yeah. But what, <laughs> that sweet novel, that sweet sweet tie-in novel. That. I would love to read Jughead's novel. It's just going to be a bunch of moody emo teenager shit and make no sense. I think that's a lot of novels already. Uh, I think you can just uh, read a just novel. Read most novels. Oh come on! Don't slam all novels. Well, what do you think? Now that we got a Fifty Shades tape. Jughead. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, I was very happy with the uh, Jughead reveal. I feel like we were robbed of Jughead as a character in the first episode. So I was happy with what was kind of revealed about Jughead in this app. Uh, I was happy with how they used Jughead. And I also really liked the character arc of their relationship uh, kind of being off track so and you, then getting back on track. you like Jughead, track. Pete. You're a fan of Jughead. What did you think overall? Uh, me? Yeah, Jughead's yes, no you, fun. Justin, he is right. absolutely no fun. And yeah. Jughead should be fun. We get a little, like, a crack of a smile at the end of the episode. He does mention burgers, I thought, in a pretty well... So what? People say that's stuff all the time. That's to you. That's, that's just That's like, to hey, me? Justin, shut up about the burgers. No, Jughead, I just mentioned burgers. Burgers are just Jughead's, like, superpower. The character is built around, like, he's the fun friend. He's always given Archie the outside perspective. He's like, these girls oh, are sad. You're kind of like Jughead, and then you didn't see him repped. No. Well, a lot of, what was interesting to me about this episode, just to give it a broad view, and we're definitely jumping around a lot here, but was that it was about getting to those Archie relationships that we know and love from the comics. You know, there's still variations there. Betty and Veronica are super fascinating to me, and I'm sure we're going to talk about that a bunch. But like you mentioned, at the very end of the episode, you get Jughead, Archie, Betty, and Veronica all sitting at the table that pops together. And that's the classic dynamic. A lot of it is them apologizing to each other, fighting with each other, and then getting back together. And I think getting us to a place where we have this core quattro... What do you call yeah. it? Yeah, quad- you could say quattro. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Core quattro. Foursome? Is that what you were going to say? Uh, yeah, that's probably the word that I was actually <laughs> thinking of. Or are you thinking of quattro? <laughs> we have our quattro. The quattro has been a kind of razor, the quattro. Yeah. Oh, that is what I was thinking of. I was thinking yeah. about a chic extreme. There's yeah, we have our quattro. By the way, Riverdale After Dark is sponsored, as always, <laughs> by quattro. <laughs> Got to get that sweet quattro money. Yeah. There we go. Um, all right, let's jump back into the plot. There, uh, one of the other big plot lines that was going on through the episode: uh, Grundy and Archie. Mm-hmm. Grundy and Archie. Now, as Woo-hoo. we mentioned last episode, in the comics, Grundy is basically dead. Like she's like a corpse. She's you know she's she like born she's like on the, a Sunday. Yeah, she's like the mom from <laughs> Psycho, but still alive. Right. Like but a nice. Real, she's but a nice character. She just wants these kids to learn. Yeah, she's not what? a sexy. 
20-something teacher having sex with children. Well, a no, lot that's of the, exactly what it seems like. I will like. say a lot of the no, comics Michelle, a lot of the comics in the 50s, uh, Miss Grundy was just having sex with all the different <laughs> students, just working her way through. They ended up uh, retconning a lot of that, but here it is again. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was the before original. the Comics Code came into effect yeah. uh, when Mr. Weatherby murdered all those people. Yeah. Well, yeah. her name used to be uh, Miss Grundle. And they actually changed. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, look, guys, look oh, up. These are comics facts. Yeah, man, they got to use that next episode <laughs> where Jughead now knows about it in the opening. He's like, I, I'm going to call her Miss Grundle. Yeah, that's a good. That would be a good edgy thing for them to do. What do you guys think about the Grundy Archie romance right now? Uh, well, I was just going to say I keep wanting to like Grundy, but she's kind of a little cold and keeping Archie at a distance. I understand why because. She's right. If Archie tells them everything, I mean, they could go to jail and that would be it. But I this, feel like look, she's keeping him at a distance because she's a child molester. Wow. I'm just going to throw that out. Wow. Strong, strong statement. Wow. I mean, an accurate statement. Uh, technically, yes, she is sleeping with a an underage. I mean, they look like they're the same age, so it doesn't sure, really That feel... argument would not hold up in court. <laughs> if you're thinking about it, do not use that. Hopefully you'll have something <laughs> else to say. Pete, how is uh, you just opened up that lawyer business, yeah, it's going <laughs> that great. law firm? How's yeah, yeah. that going? Hung it's, up a slab. It looks good. Looks good. Yeah. Uh, it's well, me my lawyer company. The, yeah. It looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Pete LePage. If the glove does not fit, I'll buy you more gloves. Yeah. Pete. Uh, I, I mean, the real question is: Is Grundy playing Archie? There's the they have this big scene in the music room that Jughead sees and confronts Archie about, which it leads to their seems like that because she turns it on and off. She's hot and cold a lot. She doesn't. It doesn't feel like she's really in this for the relationship. Well, it's a no, sort of an unfeasible relationship. <laughs> like I don't know what they're gonna like meet at six a.m. every Fourth of July and be like, "Love you, baby." Uh, let's yeah, have an awkward yeah, 364 days. Already, those sort of relationships, like, so there was that scene. Uh, this is this is a weird thing that I hooked into watching this episode, but not surprised. I really enjoyed yeah. all the. They had three scenes throughout the episode of Archie running straight towards camera or walking straight yeah, yeah. towards camera down the middle of the street, and they were all kind of beautifully shot. Yeah, but that one crazy scene right towards the beginning where uh, Archie is just wearing his shorts. Uh, shorts. <laughs> His shirt off. I yeah. was trying to say shorts and shirt. At the yeah, same no, time. he's That's there's no I'm, shirt. Yeah, no shirt. He's like, I gotta All go for a quick slathered run. Slathered in sweat. It's the night, and he's like, Hey, Miss Grundy, we gotta talk really quickly. I mean, truly, Archie ran for like four seconds before he was just slick with sweat. So right. I think he has an endocrine problem that needs to be addressed. <laughs> there's something going on internally with yeah. him. I'm sure they'll get to that down the road. I'd yeah. say they're about not... episode seven or eight, something like that. Yeah, makeup's doing a hell of a job keeping him oiled up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should actually we should really try to get the Archie Euler on the show. See if they'll do yeah. an interview. Yeah, yeah well, it's a team, great. so I'm sure we can get one of them. Right? Uh, How many people do they have? Thirty, forty? It's I think it's uh, up to well, it's they have different every different size hand in the world to like you want a tiny hand right. to get the little spots on his body. Like the right, nipples. they have a, they have somebody with little baby heads that works between the abs. Exactly. <laughs> and, and then someone with man hand, like giant, just paws to right. get his uh, his. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? Can we? Because uh, we're back industry to the show? professionals, and this yeah. is what we do. We got to yeah, get into the production. About, so. People want to know about the behind the scenes secrets. I was talking about this because they're. Wrong. I love Archie's body. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you noticed how many times that you, this there is were the three fourth, scenes where Archie was running right at me. He was like running right <laughs> into my hands. Yeah, that's so weird. We've only done three podcasts, but I brought it up four times. All right. <laughs> well, it's probably a coincidence. Yeah. Uh, 
because they're so indiscreet about their romance. That's the reason that I brought it up. Is yes. I understand he's running in the middle of the night, but anybody looks out the window is like sweaty, hot Archie coming up to Grundy's house, banging on the door in the middle of the night. Somebody's going to hear that. Yeah. And then later on, they're in the music room, which is the middle of the school. Jughead sees them. Yeah. Anybody could see them. They're terrible at this. Well, and I, I think I, I don't mind that because that keys into the teen romance of it where it's reckless. It's like temptation, like getting into it. So, like, I don't begrudge them, like, getting after each other. And Grundy seems like she's, like, pretty, it's, like, into him, genuinely. Sometimes. Sometimes. But right. so, so that's where I think, like, have their affair, whatever it is. But is she... I think she's playing him. You think she's playing him. Yeah. Alex? Um, I I got a little bit of that in this, this episode, I think. Especially I, in that little moment. she It did seem like she was, like, really... Yeah, yeah. She turns at the very least, when I think her. it comes out of she wants something from him beyond just the romance and all Archie wants is to be in love. Yeah. The other thing that's super strange about it to me, just as a comic book reader, is I'm used to, like they talk about at the end of the episode, Betty and Veronica and Archie. That's the trio. That's it. Yeah. Grundy's getting in the middle of that. Yeah, it's that's weird. not a trio. That's a, a, that's a quattro. That's a quattro. That's a quattro. <laughs> yeah. We've got another quattro on our hands. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, if only there was some word for four people wanting to have sex together <laughs> yeah. other than quattro. <laughs> Quick, I'll do some Googling. <laughs> Nope, just Quattro. Uh, only Quattro coming up. Uh, <laughs> well, in the comics, Archie does have little flings with sure. Cheryl, uh, with Mitch, but it doesn't... Spoiler, dude. I don't know any of this, man. Uh, okay, well, uh, th- again, this is... If I'm watching is... the show and then I see that, I'm going to be... Mad. Here, I'm going to ruin something for you. On a teen soap opera, eventually everybody hooks up with each other. Uh, yeah. Spoiler. On most shows. Have you ever watched Friends? No. Uh, yes. Never? <laughs> Wait, for real? You have some fucking homework to do, dude. Jeez. Uh, okay. so, Can I get do a little spoiler about that? Sure. They end up not being friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turns into a drama. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. It's not great. So September 11th happens a couple times on the show. Uh, <laughs> what the, the fuck? <laughs> I remember when they had <laughs> that musty Thursday. Oh, come event. on. Let's not <laughs> talk about <laughs> fucking September friends now, you they, asshole. Well, and the fucked up thing is they did it in 99. Come yeah. on. They it's predicted They predicted it's crazy. September 11th. The promos, I remember. You Can we see talk about the show, Seinfeld please? Can we talk about the show? The single guy. Think yeah. of the, the, you were all excited last time. They're like, yeah, we're going to get music every episode. How'd you feel about the music? Oh, this boy, episode? we're really oh, jumping around. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're, we're still not I'm trying to get you fuckers we're like, on track. We're having of, some of fun. My, and thank of, you for sitting down, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Of my, oh, you're standing <laughs> up again. Okay, of my 40 bullet points, we're currently at number three, I think. Yeah. So, all right. So, after the Grundy Archie uh, makeouts, uh, there's the whole thing with Betty and Archie. I mean, we're picking up on what happened the last episode where Betty put her heart on a plate for Archie, right. said, I love you. Do you feel the same way about me? I think we agreed that's probably the best scene in the pilot. Yeah, that uh, And they're following up on this. At the beginning of the episode, Betty says, it's okay. I still want to be friends. But she goes back and forth right. a lot during the episode. Yeah. Uh, a classic what do you teen think, move. Yeah. Well, what do you think she really wants? Does she want to be in our, with Archie? Does she want to be friends with Archie? What's going on? Yo, she, I think she, she does. Wa- she wants that, Archie. It's yeah. just hard for her. You know, it's hard to just be friends because she wants more. Yeah, classic friends. And she got, such- you know, sh- and I like the flashbacks of like her perspective from the talk and then also in the dance. I thought that was very powerful and well done. Well, I, I mean, this episode was a great Betty episode. Yeah. Top to bottom. It was oh, just yeah, because like- she got psycho too, which I love when she gets psycho. We're definitely jumping around a lot here. Yeah. But, but I, I just want to say that the, the episode for me was a huge Betty episode. And especially like being inside, like I believed her that she wanted to be friends with Archie. It didn't feel like she was like, oh, I just want to 
fake it so I can be close to him. It felt genuine then. Yep. And like a teen, like later she was like, oh, I love him. You know, like mm-hmm. it's really that changeability and not just like one constant thing. Like the great, like Romeo and Juliet is all about changeability. And this show, I, this episode specifically is great at writing. I that love that you're dropping that Shakespeare knowledge. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got a lot of it. You know, I'm a classically trained actor. Uh, I was hoping Listeners may not know. So let's talk about Veronica then. Wait, wait, wait. I, I want to stick on Betty for a second. I want to talk about, uh, I, one of my favorite scenes in the episode. So after Betty has told Archie, I just want to be friends. Uh, I'm good with it. It's just important for me to be, be in your life. Uh, they go and they sit down at the lunch table, her and Kevin Keller and Veronica. And Veronica says, uh, come on, play us a song, Archie. And he sings this song about dancing. And I think you mentioned this, Pete, but she flashes back to the yeah. dance the previous yeah. night. Great. And her face just starts to crumple and she runs away. And I thought that was wonderful. Again, she's doing a great job. Great I was just happy we didn't have to hear that shitty song. I you was didn't... like, don't make us listen to that well, fucking I feel acoustic really, bullshit. I feel really hurt. As, in addition to running the oiling department on the show, I wrote all the songs. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, your hands, by the way, are gross Supple. Right They're so They're supple. They are They're very small, smooth. They're crazy uh, smooth. No, I, and that scene was great. And the, the way that scene was shot, like when they flip perspective and Archie's, like he, he didn't. He left his guitar at the table, but put on his jacket. I was yeah. like, "This guy knows how to dress for the occasion." <laughs> he chases uh, chases her down, and like it was just, it's just great. It's like great Americana right out of the comic books, but with this yep. dark edge. Mm-hmm. Just kill her. Yeah. Wait, just kill her? Just kill her. Oh, did I say <laughs> oh, that? Oh, shit. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> we, do you want to kill her? All right. We no, I think it. Archie does. Yeah. All right, we got to go by your bullet points. So what's next? No, no, no. We Gee, don't yo, rag. Relax, dude. You just sit down. down. No. You're going to get your, your, Veronica? You're gonna gonna get you your garbage big... sandwich in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you a spoiler. Sandwiches will still exist after we're done recording this podcast. All right. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about the adults a little bit. Agreed. Yeah. So Fred Andrews, he was the only character you remembered from the last Luke episode, right, Pete? Yes, Luke Perry, exactly. Please refer to him as proper name. Again, being super dad, best dad pretty oh, much throughout yeah. the episode. He was wonderful. He got Which, all excited when he was like, oh, my God, my son's opening up to me. He's going to be honest. I love that moment. I thought it was great. Yeah, that was really good. There was an interesting thing that he said towards the beginning, though, when he was talking with Archie about Jason Blossom being shot right. and the murder. And he says under his breath, I swear to God, this town. Yeah, yeah, which I, I did notice that. Which Love I thought it. was really. What does that mean? This is supposed to be the like normalist town, mm-hmm. like the like. So what do you think this he meant is by a that? Nine hundred two one zero. Like, what do you mean? I think we're going to learn that there, we're going to have a, a full on flashback episode where we're going to see uh, Fred Andrews. Uh, really? Yeah, we're going to see all of the older characters uh, younger, and we're yep. going to learn about some terrible things that happened in Riverdale. Back in the day, because the show's not Archie; it's called Riverdale. It's about the mm-hmm. history of the town. I think uh, we're going to see the darkness. A young occurs. Luke Perry, we're going to see. It's just, they're just going to re-edit an episode of Nine Hundred Two and Yeah, and it's going to be oh great. my god, that would be amazing. No I'd be way. so into that with Twin Peaks footage for Mad Genamic and yeah. everything. That that I, I didn't realize work. that she was Shelley from Twin Peaks until the second episode, uh-huh. uh, and I was like, "Whoa, uh, Betty's mom is uh, yeah. from Twin Peaks." Well, right. let's talk about her too because. Uh, again, to me, I feel like there's more going on with her than just hating the Blossoms and everybody for taking Polly away from her. Yeah, this you know, was a good episode for her. Polly's in a home, over possibly over whatever went down with Jason Blossom. But, 
again, there's I think to your point, there like seems to be something more going on, like yeah. something deeper that happened probably back when they were all in high school, Hermione Lodge as well. Well, in th- if you think about it, like we have our our young Archie cast, and there's there's a lot of characters Grundy sort of uh, mixing up with the love triangle, but from the older characters, we have Fred Andrews, Betty's mom, and, uh, and Veronica's mom. That's what I'm saying. They have a history. Maybe there is the true, a true triangle, Ooh. and we're going to find something out because we haven't the, met the triple. We haven't met uh, Betty's dad or Hiram Lodge, right? So they don't seem important. So, so maybe... you think you think the whole Archie Betty Veronica thing played out years ago back in yeah. high school with Fred and Hermione and Betty's mom, who we really should find out the first name of? Uh, yeah, Mrs. I think. Oh, Mrs. Yeah. There we go. Uh, <laughs> this definitely helps my theory that uh, Fred is Veronica's dad. Ooh. That's a very odd theory. <laughs> I don't know what the benefit uh, of that theory being I, true is. I yeah. would like Just to say, be a though. a bombshell that happens about halfway through yeah, the true. season. For Veronica's mom, like in the first episode, I couldn't gauge as, like, is she just like. Uh, one of those rich people who are very annoying, or is she down to earth? Because she kind of had that line of like, oh, I just want to go to Pops and eat. And I'm like, oh, maybe she's cool and just has money. When you see her working and kind of, uh, you know, actually taking a job that she is way more qualified for, like she could get other work, but like needs money, needs something right now. And you see her working in Pops's diner. I thought that was said a lot about her character. And that was Yeah, impressive. I like Hermione a lot. I yeah. think... You brought up the last episode, Justin, that uh, Hiram is always the foil for Archie. Hmm. Uh, we don't ever really find out anything about Hermione Lodge if she's there at all. In the in comics, one, yeah, yeah, very little. Stories. Uh, and Veronica is always like they talk about, like they they talk a lot about how Veronica is a rich bitch, yeah. but she isn't. She the is show. the nicest character yeah. on the show by a long shot. Oh, right? like what? She's oddly nice. Like yeah. she's like purposefully. Yeah, nice. but you can't tell if that's fake yet. Like I still wait for her to be like. Do you think she's she fake? She has glimpses of like the demon underneath. Here's what, here's she what I'm getting. Apologizes so much in this episode to Betty, and she didn't do. Yeah, she buys her cupcakes and whatever, whatever. But I just but mean like, like in their relationship, she's like, I am so sorry. She seems like the most earnest, down earth. Yeah, because you ha- don't trust women. Yeah, no, you, well, well, you s- watch your. <laughs> Mouth. Yeah, you don't. That yeah. Is awful. <laughs> yeah, you trust women, but uh, you, so far in this episode, you said that Grundy is probably lying and yeah, Veronica is probably lying, lying oh. and you can't trust women. No, but I bet you he... actually said the phrase out loud. You, I can't trust women. I did yeah. not say that. Yeah, I definitely. Well, heard well, I'm going to insert it earlier just so we have it. <laughs> no, that's fine. I can't trust women. <laughs> no, Sandwich. please let's stop making this joke. Yes, we absolutely should sure, stop totally. making this joke. But uh, let's talk about where were we. Oh, uh, we found out why Jughead and Archie aren't talking, which I thought was kind of interesting, that it is directly tied to the Grundy thing. Um, We were wondering about that the last episode. They were supposed to take a road trip together. A fun road trip. And Archie bailed to fuck his teacher. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, but to be fair, that was in the road trip contract they wrote. Right. Is that fair, though? Is that fair to cancel a road trip with your best friend? Well, to me... Yeah, it's definitely fair. Wow. Uh, to Again, me, she's a child molester. Yeah. I just want to mention that just in terms of We don't law. know their ages. Uh, for let me, he is definitely not 18 because they established in the episode. Yeah. Really? Yeah, sophomores. Uh, he they, looks 20. Not Again, not in real life. People yeah, in high school. They're people in high act. school for sure, right? 
You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Riverdale could be a college for all I know. Well, yeah, that's not accurate. No, that's not true. They're in high school. They're sophomores. He tells the story about how he and Betty decided if the, when they get to 18, they get married if they weren't with anybody else. Right. else. So he's not 18 yet. She's a teacher, so she's older than that. Yeah, she had to have definitely finish high school. They yes. often don't let juniors. It could be a Doogie Hauser situation where, like, she was uh, advanced. True. Interesting theory, Pete. Yep. Let's see yep. if that one plays out. <laughs> yeah, and I'd say uh, it has something. She drives, but I guess that only establishes that what she's sixteen or older. Sixteen. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let me say, um, I think I understand Jughead's uh, perspective on the whole right. like, bailing on a road trip. The road trip seemed like where were they going? It, what, what was the, we don't get any details about it. Jughead's right. like, what about our trip? And I guess Archie didn't really lay out what happened. Right. He just like went ice cold on him. From Archie's perspective, like he has this crazy affair with a, a woman. It's like forbidden uh, love. Like, of course he's gonna yeah. bail yeah. on his, on Jughead. So I think, I think they're both right from their perspective and it was nice that they were able to resolve it exactly. pretty quickly yeah. yeah i'm excited to see in the next episode archie and jughead actually being together palling get, around yeah, yeah. And we get to see what that relationship is like yeah uh, speaking of people palling around we got a time-honored high school show tradition where everybody lab partnered with each other and mm-hmm. immediately paired up with the people that they wanted to investigate or they were right. interested in or whatever. I love seeds like this. I'm a total yeah. sucker for it. Yeah. You guys too? I didn't notice. <laughs> Great. I was like, whatever. They're fucking pairing up. to yeah. happen. <laughs> well, but that, the, that's like number two. Number one is the professor. I was surprised the teacher was okay with because normally anytime you'd be like, I want to be with, you know, they're like, fuck off. That's not how it works. Where did you go to where, school? Yeah, where did you go to school? Your teachers often were saying, fuck off. Well, they were like, no, they were, <laughs> hey, wouldn't Pete, let you pick off. your lab partner. Open your trash books. It's time to learn some sex math. <laughs> <laughs> that was your. It high sounds school. like a better school than what I went to. Wow, upstate yeah. New York public education. Yeah. Uh, the all I was going to say was the uh, that's number two in the high school oh, yeah. uh, canon. Number one is definitely the teacher teaching a Shakespeare play that is directly applicable to the main yeah, characters. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite. I love that's that. uh, the ultimate cliche. Yeah, uh, I love that scene. Well, and again, like. I keep saying this, but this show really is written from the perspective of a, of a kid. Like that, that when you're when you're a kid in high school and you're like, oh, I want to be lab partners with that person, whether it's your friend or the girl you like or like whatever you're trying to get tw- closer to or further away from. Like that's what that felt like. I also felt like in this scene and the episode as a whole, like Cheryl Blossom is great. I what? love her. Like the creepy girl, she's the bad guy, but she is so she does such a she good job. It, yeah, for sure. I, it's so creepy. She's though. one when of them. She's most... like talking about how oh, probably dissecting my brother as I'm dissecting this frog. I was yeah. like, holy! She shit. does a no look dissection. She's yeah. not even looking at him. Just like stabbing, stabs frog. that frog. Yeah, there's so much. Which that goes means on she with... could have done in the no look bullet right to the forehead. Yeah, then. she's bullseye. It, yeah. There's so it's much bullseye. that goes on with Cheryl in this episode. Yeah. There's that scene which is great. Um, we find out a ton of clues which i think we'll touch on towards the end when we're talking about who killed jason um but there's also that scene at the pep rally which really humanizes her which i thought was kind of amazing and that that came out of not actually nowhere but it felt like it came out of nowhere and then felt like it was organic uh that she has been evil she's manipulating betty she has that scene where she's in betty's house and forces her down and tries to very obviously when betty was like get out of my house i'll kill you yeah that's That's what i'm saying betty's got an edge i love it 
Yeah. Well, you you like the rage characters, right? Yeah, Do you think much. she's going to Hulk out eventually? I hope so. She's she's Death. close. She yeah. is so close. She definitely is right on the edge. But I thought it was great that we could see Cheryl go from that manipulative scene to the scene of the pep rally where she's so weirdly happy where they're paying tribute to Jason Blossom. And then she looks over and sees Archie and is like, oh, God, he looks like the other red haired character on the show. Yeah. Jason and pictures him and just falls apart. Yeah. yeah. To me, I took that as very genuine. I took that yeah. as genuine emotion. Pete, you probably thought she was trying to manipulate somebody because she's a woman. Is that what's going on? Oh, gonna... fuck you. <laughs> no, I just think that, uh, you know, because she uh, has a nefarious evil plan that, uh, she, like, something about that triggered something in her in her mind. That you, she so could you use. think she is truly evil? I don't. I mean, since we've been making the joke, I feel awful about saying this. No, don't. So I, I want to kind of go back knows, on it now. Everyone but, knows we're just kidding. Um. But yeah, I feel like she's the bad guy because even I'm, we're going to talk about this. But when she says like he wasn't supposed to, you know, like that, may, she they had this kind of evil plan with her and her brother where he was going to die and then come back. Yeah, there's definitely a ton of info that is thrown out there throughout yeah. the episode. Uh, we find out, like you're saying, that according to Cheryl, at least they both went out in this rowboat. They both fell off the rowboat, and then she mm. came to shore, and he didn't. So right. she, according to her, thought he drowned. Yeah, but clearly something else was. No, going they on. were planning some weird. Th- I mean, they were wearing matching outfits. She was like, "Are you ready?" He was clearly scared. Like it was clear that she was going to murder him in the boat. She was going to murder. Why would he go with her if she was going to murder it's, him? He was in on it. It was part of their weird. But he was, as we, I mean, if, I guess we can get into this Because he came yeah, back sure. to life, but then he got shot. So no, what do you that's mean he came back to life? This isn't a, this isn't necessary. We don't know yeah, if it's like a sci-fi show. He did not drown. Yeah. Okay. There's, fine. this is a thing, actually. You can get in the water and then get out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, no, because if you go in the water, you got to drown. That's how it works. Uh, <laughs> Have you yeah, ever watched the not. Summer Olympics? They do a lot of getting in the water and not drowning. I don't know. Uh, I think, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and they even say at the end of the episode that he was alive for an extra a week, week, I believe. Yeah. So, and that he was tied up. Some, there, something was happening. They were going into the woods to do something, but we don't know what. Uh, and I think there's going to be a bunch of other characters involved in whatever it was they were doing. Yep. Uh, it could be something a little bit supernatural. I don't know if they'll go full supernatural. I doubt they will, uh, based on the show. But it could be some sort of, like... Uh, ceremony, some I sort of it, weird thing yeah, like that. Some kind of weird Ouija board thing. Uh, Twin Peaks uh, uses a similar device. There's a uh, they cross the Canadian border and there's the, in the, woods. the the club in the woods. The other thing that's interesting about that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if if he died of a gunshot wound right in the face a week after July Fourth, the gunshot that Grundy and Archie heard was something different. Different, yeah. yeah. It might have been actual fun fireworks. Right. No, so there wasn't. Just, it's not fireworks. She just said that to cover it up. Um, yeah, no, I know. Uh, I know it's, or maybe like there was, that gunshot could have been, it could be an unrelated thing or it could be yep. Yep. whoever shot him, that was one shot and then we find Yeah, I do really later. like the idea that this mystery is getting more complicated, but the Me more too. complicated it becomes, particularly with a show that has... How many episodes is this? I think there's 13 episodes in the first season. I mean, it's 
tough to maintain a mystery that long and yeah. keep adding in elements. Yeah. So that makes me a little nervous. But at the yeah. same time, I'm excited that they're making like laying out clues. It actually feels like something that at the end we'll be able to look back and potentially solve the mystery. Well, and I, I have some faith uh, in uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, uh-huh. who's uh, running this show because he's a comic writer. He knows yep. how to pace a story. Uh, and like he, his work on Afterlife with Archie is so good. Um, and he moves through the characters in such a smart way. And it's all like building towards something. So I hope uh, I'm going to put away all of my lost uh, lost TV show memories. Yep. Uh, yeah, get those out of your head. Uh, and hope that this show will nail it um, and have a good, like, dark dark mystery for us. So earlier we talked about the differences between high school and college and that they're two different things. Weird thing about never this high school. Never been proven. But. Never been. Nobody's been able to prove it. Weird thing about this high school, their break room. Yeah. That, it's like so a the, party room. They have, like, this party room that only students can hang out in. It has a vending machine, but it's all nice wood and chairs. Uh, there's air hockey in there, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like I would be straight storm. chilling in there the what whole time. high school has that? No high school has that. That, I don't know. Maybe yeah, a rich I agree. Body for some reason. Also, like, maybe some criticisms of the show, I've since I've only been glowing about it. So yeah, sure. Uh, I really don't like the Reggie. <laughs> like... Can we have? He's, Why is that he, bothering you so much? Because he's just like a regular douche. Yeah, he's like he's. It seems like there's so much care taken uh, with so many of the characters. Reggie just feels like, and then he's just like a douche from any movie. Maybe there just hasn't been time for him yet. You know, yeah. I, we've been establishing the characters. We've been establishing the mystery a lot this episode. So yeah, sure we'll get a Reggie's cool episode. A Reggie is cool episode. <laughs> yeah. I, there's definitely got to be more going on with him because we do have all of these episodes. I mean, certainly there's enough stories to tell with the main characters and we're adding in new elements like Sexy Grundy and everything else. But mm. at the same time, I have faith that Reggie isn't just there for no reason. Yeah. You know, Moose is there right now just to I be... I feel a, so bad for Moose. Why? Because he got straight up cold shoulder dumped. I mean, that was that was cold. Like, he was straight like... Fuck off, you're not even gay. And I was like, oh, man, like, Moose was putting himself out there a little bit. Was like, hey, can we well, be lab partners? I feel like we should hang and, like, talk. And but he's he like, like, step it you. up. He's like, step it up, dude. No, he was, I thought that was pretty harsh. I don't know. I kind of like that. I Me like too. That I, like they their, I like their relationship. Yeah, Kevin that they was... didn't have it as, you know, a running joke or a weird surprising thing while yeah. Moose is hooking up with Kevin Keller, that Kevin Keller gave a really reasonable, realistic explanation for why that wouldn't work, I thought was great. Yeah. I thought I it was, a, I, I thought Moose was hurt. You wanted. He, I, no, he I thought you could have let him down a little easier. Uh, I want. Go ahead. I just wanted to ask you guys about Weatherby since I, we talked about him the last episode and he finally got introduced. We saw him. You have some thoughts. He is like so serious. Yeah, he's like. I understand making a having a serious like authority figure in the show, but he's like so far beyond. He's like a, a robot. Yeah, uh, the weirdest choice is to be. Weatherby, the principal, the principal, the Archie. Like, he first off, he sees Archie. Like, gives him one look, and then yeah. Weatherby's like, "I saw you look at me. What secrets do you have?" Yeah, it's like, no, yo, well, cool it. Yeah. Also, Archie, dark part of yeah. it. Archie looked at him while the chief of police yeah. and the sister of the guy who was murdered were in there. I'd be looking at that door too. 
Exactly. I would, like, I, I would be cool about it. Yeah, you'd be a little cooler about yeah, it. Yeah, well, little... what do you have to hide, uh, Alex? I don't. I didn't do anything. I, uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter. I wasn't making out with any of my teachers. Weatherby and Grundy are the weirdest choices on the show for me for so far, Agreed. just because they're such silly older comedy figures. They have been both changed so drastically. It's strange, and it's unclear why. That's right. the biggest thing. We'll get to it. I mean, like, they just haven't had time for those two yet. Well, uh, let's see. I mean, Grundy, I get why we have this romance with Archie. But the Weatherby thing, it's like, <laughs> it's sort of fun. Like I was saying last week about, like, I wish Betty's mom was more of a Stepford wife type mm-hmm. character. Because she acts so crazy. Like, she has the smudge stick. She's, like, winging around the house in the one scene. Yeah. Uh, she's, like, goes to the corner and bribes him with, like, $23. <laughs> and, like, let me touch his body for a while. Yeah. It's, like, crazy. Like, At least, though, most the parent part of the older cast all makes sense. Like, we talked about there's there seems to be a roadmap for where they're going and why yeah. they're there. Uh, even Betty's mom, they established that her parents are news pe- journalists, something like something, that, maybe. Yeah. So at least there's going to be some role for them. Fred, of course, is the reasonable older figure. Hermione is nice, but whatever is going to happen with Hiram is going to blow up eventually. So all of that stuff is there. Grundy could have been anybody, like yeah. literally any character. It's not Grundy. It could have been a new character. Yeah, it could have been a new character, and you could have still had Grundy and Weatherby is just nothing right now. Yeah. That's all. And that's still nothing early. on the actors. Still He's early. They're fine, yeah. but I don't know. He's a threat to Archie, I guess, is the yeah. big thing. The only other thing I want to say is that music number was not good. What? Oh, all right. First off, let's take it back. That The cheerleading sequence was so weird and over the top and awful. Like, you're going to, everybody lines up so Veronica can just strut down the thing that is not a I like move. that part oh I agree with Pete oh really that bothered me that as well. really bothered me yeah that's that not is a not thing. a good cheer yeah oh, that's yeah, an well, awful it's a cheer rally though it's not but that's not what you do that's not you don't there's no guys. everybody stop so I can sexy walk guys what guys, the fuck guys. Was that? no no you I'll give you this it is a little bit more dance team than cheer squad yeah but um these guys were at a pep rally they weren't in the game there was no one to cheer on so they were just putting their moves out there yeah well that was moves that was catwalk shit that was a move that was a choreographed move Whatever. I I pulled me out of it. I mean, you guys are the step-up guys. So, <laughs> as we learned in our preview episode, you guys have been lying to me for years. You have a secret relationship built All around the step-up movies and other dance things, clearly, since you have a bunch of takes on this choreography. All I'm saying is if you want to listen to Step Up to the Podcast, the <laughs> podcast that Pete and I do <laughs> every single day, three hours long. Pete eats all the sandwiches he wants during the podcast yeah, and sits down. It's kind of amazing. That's, what a party. It's pretty great. I uh, agree, though. The the whole routine, not to make this into a dance review podcast, the moves are really weird and yeah. loose. Like, yeah. they were very, like, eh, we had an hour to rehearse this. That's maybe. what it, it was the only part of the, the show so far that I was like, oh, they didn't have enough time to make this. Like, right. Because, like... It was edited super poorly. I thought yeah. the audio was really bad, like and didn't sync up. It was like it was definitely the weakest part of the whole show. I felt like, yeah. But, but I still like Josie and the Pussycats. Pussycats got sugar on. Sugar and, was real and, good. It was cool. Yeah. It was just technically it was a low point for me. But, oh man. But I liked. I did like the actual dance itself, and I liked uh, what we learned like from Josie Cheryl and in that scene. Yeah. And Josie, but. Well, okay, let's talk about the end because, again, we got another cliffhanger. We I, talked about this a little bit already. What, I just wanted to say I am disappointed with the lack of use of Josie because it seemed like after the first episode we were going to get more of her as a character, mm-hmm. and I hope she's not just the, oh, we're going to do a song. So you're saying too much pussycat. Not enough Josie, yep. Okay. 
Yeah. I I think we'll get more Josie. Good. I feel pretty confident about that. I also think she's great. Totally up for a musical number every episode. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'd like to see You're going to have to have a lot of other dances. Yes. So we talked about this a little bit already, but it ends with this cliffhanger. Cheryl Blossom gets arrested. Yeah. From that's school. That's what I called it. Because it turns out that Jason died a week after July 4th. Mm-hmm. So... Maybe let's mix this around a little bit, right? Uh, what do you guys think? Who killed Jason Blossom after watching this episode? And I should also mention, because I'm a jerk, I've seen the next couple of episodes. Oh, you are. So, right. so you recuse yourself. Uh, great. Jacques, I still think the Cooper family is involved in this yeah? murder. So you agree with Cheryl Blossom. Do you think the whole Cooper family? Do you think Polly? Uh, I think... Betty's mom, Betty and Betty's mom. I feel like Betty's mom was maybe very involved, and Betty somehow witnessed it. I feel like Betty has okay. a guilt uh, based around the events of Jason Blossom's oh, that's death. interesting, and that's why her rage is coming out. Exactly. Uh, uh, Pete, and what a- Betty's mom is acting like a psychopath because she may have murdered some a child. Yeah. Uh, I still think it was the evil brother-sister thing that they had this all planned out. And they're super creepy, and they're the ones who did it. So let me ask you, I, mean, I don't want to put a hole in your theory, but if I was like, Pete, you want to go for a boat ride? I'm going to kill you at the end of it. No. You'd be like, you no. got it. Let's wear matching clothes. If, if we were like creepy uh, brothers, we Which would we be like. we almost are. No. We shared a room in a cruise ship for a million days. It was like we were Jedi <laughs> married all over again. Anyway, so I feel like they're the type of people who are like, uh, they're like, Super creepy, and they're talking about death, and they're talking about... Brother, let's go out we, in the rowboat today. Yeah, I feel let's like if it, on the 4th day of July, there is a moon that will bring you back to life. Uh, yeah, I just I think they're creepy, and I think she's... So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's possible, but the only thing that I'll, I'll throw out about that is that at least according to this episode and the previous episode, they went out on the boat... Cheryl was picked up on July 4th on the side of the river, uh, all wet and saying that Jason was gone. And as far as we could tell, I I would venture that she's been watched the entire time. But now we know that Jason was shot a week later. Right. So do you still think it's possible? Yep. Okay. She could have snuck off to wherever he was shot. Okay. You say say some of the Cooper family, possibly Betty and her mom. You say Cheryl Blossom. Yep. All right, we'll check in Do next you know episode. the answer? Uh, you just I, know more information. I just know more information. Okay. I know more information. That's okay. all. So let's talk about Easter eggs. There was uh, only two that I noticed. Did you guys mm-hmm. notice any Easter eggs in the episode? Uh, Justin, you're our Archie I expert. did like the uh, milkshake moment. I would say the, the chocolate order. vanilla. Yep. That was they, pretty so, cool. It's hard to say an Easter egg because they've... Really nailed it. <laughs> really punched it into the <laughs> yeah. ground. Yeah, there. well, let's, uh, for those who don't read the comics, what was going on there, Justin? Uh, well, they just, they sat down to Pop's Chocolate Shop and ordered a uh, double chocolate. Uh, Veronica got a double chocolate black milkshake to match her black hair. Uh, indulgent, uh, like, too much all the time. 
Veronica's character traits. Betty ordered a regular vanilla milkshake, which yep. is her sort of the. It was like sort of what people criticized their characters for being was with their milkshake order. Oh, okay. See, I took it as there's uh, there's an Adam Hughes cover that he did for the True. Oh, yeah. reboot, which was the two of them sitting in pops, each drinking a milkshake like that, sitting like that. Yeah. There's also a very famous Archie cover where it's the two of them and Archie all drinking a milkshake together. Yeah. Which I real really hope they get to that moment. I feel like they yeah they'll they I, have to, and they'll, right? if I were them I would come at it from some weird fucked up way. But yes, uh, yeah. there was one other Easter egg that I noticed that I thought was kind of cool. Uh, it, when Veronica and Kevin Keller and Betty are all in the office together, and Veronica has gotten the cupcakes and she's gotten the flowers and she's apologizing to Betty, she, Veronica says it's like I was possessed by, and then Kevin butts in and says Madam Satan, which wow. Roberto Aguero Sacasa wrote. Uh, I always forgot the full name. Sabrina's Haunting Adventures. I just call it Sabrina. Yeah. Know. Okay. There's a recent Sabrina book that came out that's straight up fucked up horror, like yeah. extremely awesome horror written by Roberto Garcia, who also writes the show. And the primary antagonist in the Sabrina book is a character called Madame Satan. Yeah. So I think it was a, it was a shout out to that. Nice yeah, little definitely. nerd shout out. Yeah. And I do think they have been this second episode. Uh, there were much fewer sort of obtuse pop culture references. Stuff like yep. that is like spot on. I think. For, yeah. For well. Overall, we didn't really talk about this. Overall, did you like the second episode better than the first? Even, what do you think? Uh, definitely better than the first. Yeah. Better than the first. Yeah. Wow. All so right. would you say, Pete, you've gone from hate to like? Yeah, I've really, I mean, the only time I really hated it was during that weak dance sequence. But other than <laughs> that, like, uh, Again, the I step was. Step up man comes out. You know, yeah. other than that, I was uh, pleasantly saying- surprised. I'm surprised at how much I care about these characters that I first were like, these are the yeah. worst characters. You don't even ever. care about real people in your life. Yeah, that's true. Would you say that you have to step up the dance numbers? They do have to step it up. <laughs> Like 3D streets. <laughs> All right, let's day. end with this uh, question. We're going to ask every single episode: Betty or Veronica? Which is your choice? Betty. Based on this episode, Betty or Veronica? Yes, she had on, her psycho mo- moment. So Betty, because of her psycho moment, yeah, Pete, that's it. your big reason, Justin. Betty or well, Veronica? Well, let me just say, as usual, I'm going to change my answer to Betty. Yeah, yeah, I'm full on Betty in this episode. This was a. Uh, it was a great Veronica episode, though, too. Well, Veronica, I feel like was a little bit on the side, and she was very much just like being like, "I'm sorry" all the time, right. which felt very out of character from what uh, I expect from her. Also, she was totally shut down when it came to Archie. So, I think in this episode, definitely, uh, we were in Betty's head. She was doing all this wild stuff, like full on Betty episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with you guys. I'm going to say based on that lunch. Table scene alone, 100% Betty. But you guys have chosen Betty so far across the board. No, I think I did Veronica the first episode. Did you? Yeah, I'm pretty Uh, sure I did. mm -hmm. I don't know. Could be wrong. No, maybe you're right. I don't know. Who even remembers? There's literally no way of checking. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Riverdale After Dark. If you would like to support the show and other shows like this, we do have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash comic book club, where you have a bunch of fun prizes and other things. Also, if you're ever in New York on a Tuesday, we do our live show every single week, totally free at 8 p.m. What else do we want to plug, Pete? Uh, Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about all the amazing guests we have on our show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out. Uh, at comicbookclublive.com nerdist.com has our regular podcast and you guys meet me in the music room Grundy (laughs) (laughs) shut up honey honey
Thank you.